0: It's a SummerSlam Wild Card Edition, Dennis J. Levy style. Here on this episode of Kicking Out at Two, I'm one half of the hosting squad, Dave Rosenbluth, and joining me, as always, the the centerpiece of this episode, the Wild Card himself, Dennis J. Levy. What's up, pal? Uh, yeah, feeling that, that excited for this episode. That I love. It. Well, you know what? We uh, I, I'm glad you. you know, first off, yeah. Glad you picked this match, number one. Number two, just for our listeners out there, the wild card episode, it's it's pretty much self-explanatory. Dennis has always been known to just kind of throw things out there and, and you know, we discuss it or we watch it or whatever. So I gave Dennis a little bit of a homework assignment. I said, let's add a little SummerSlam twist to it. Give me one of your favorite SummerSlam matches. We'll watch it, wild card style. And uh, you chose Austin Angle, which, in my opinion... I think it's a very underrated match in in SummerSlam history. I don't uh, think it gets enough credit. I felt the
1: same way. That's why I wanted to watch this. Like, it was like, 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 like when someone goes to you, hey, what what's, uh, what match is uh, SummerSlam? When you think of SummerSlam, is a great match, right? I think everyone goes to to, to, to Mr. Perfect, Bret Hart. Yeah. Like they as, as as the number one. Yeah. And, Rightfully
0: so. It's a great match. And I
1: actually think you gotta go, Bret. Number two against Bulldog. Yep. Oh, I yeah. It too. But, uh, so, 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 uh, that, um, in me, I'm that being the biggest Bret Hart fan, but I, I brought down Kickstarter on that. The those were the two best. So like, and, we,
0: and we've said that, I'm sure that you, you would happen to agree, Bret Hart, you know, if Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania, Bret Hart is Mr. Summers. I never
1: thought of that before, but I totally agree. You know, I mean, I totally let's, you, you
0: mentioned Bulldog, in the, yeah. the match at Wembley. Mr. Perfect. What about the steel cage match with Owen Hart oh, that one year? God, yes, you know yes. the Undertaker championship match yep. when he beat the Undertaker for the title with Shawn Michaels as the referee. I mean, he's put on some classic SummerSlam, and I think rightfully so. I'm not the biggest Bret Hart fan, uh, but you know, give the man his due and his flowers. Yep. He is Mr. SummerSlam for sure. But um, someone who has been compared to Bret Hart. In terms of in ring technicians, is Kurt Angle in this match with Stone Cold Steve Austin? We'll talk a little, we'll talk more about particulars around the angle and, and yeah. different things. But um, what I want all of you to do is I want you to go to Peacock, your Peacock, not my Peacock, your Peacock. And you're going to search for SummerSlam 2001. It's season 14, episode one. You're going to fast forward all the way to one hour, 47 minutes, 19 seconds, and then pause it. Okay, and then when you pause it, it's going to show the graphic of Steve Austin and Kurt Angle for the WWF Championship, and there's going to be a video package that we'll play. I'll play the audio for the video package to kind of set the scene, if you will, and uh, we'll take it from there. So, uh, this wild card edition, you ready? Ready. All right, this wild card, this Dennis J. Levy wild card SummerSlam edition, watch along. Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, WWF Championship. SummerSlam two thousand and one in three two one hit play.
1: that appreciates, that respects, that loves Stone Cold Steve Austin. I jump to a team that's going to find me the best competition in the world. Stone Cold Steve Austin will back down.
0: So physical, so intense. Angle! He's colliding! It's locked in! I'm going hear the angle Which is why I have the confidence to challenge you to a match at SummerSlam for the World Wrestling Federation title. I've never seen. I want to provide a little context here as we see uh, both locker rooms of the Alliance and the WWF. This is 2001. We haven't covered a lot of WWF 2001 on this show, Dennis. mainly because I, me personally, I've never been a big fan of this Alliance angle. I thought the, the WCW invasion was was botched from the get go. Yeah. Um, with the with the WWF cast offs. A part of the the real meat and potatoes, the the of WCW, the star power of the Hogan's and the Hall of Nashes and the Goldbergs and the Stings. Those guys, they were not a part of this angle, and they, to me, in my opinion, I I know that there's going to be people out there that are going to say, well, you know, the WWF um, had the opportunity to sign all these guys. Well, a lot of those guys didn't want to sign with them because they were going to take pennies on the dollar. Um, and the WWF did... I think they rushed it. They could have waited a year or so. They could have waited a couple of years. And they could have given it time to breathe. But um, this was a weird year, in my opinion, as a fan. I wasn't the biggest fan of 2001 WWF um, following WrestleMania. I thought from, from January to WrestleMania that year was great stuff. And then you definitely saw... a che- this on the web. Jesus Christ. It was... Siri... How Goldberg, give me a fucking break. Anyways, um <laughs> back to what I was saying. Steve Austin turns heel. Yep. Okay. Joins up with Mr. McMahon at Summer uh, WrestleMania, okay? And then following that, um he's paired up with Triple H as a part of the two-man power trip. They win all the titles, Intercontinental Tag Team, the heavyweight championship. They got all the belts. Share with me your thoughts on the Austin heel turn and then the um, the alliance with Triple H.
1: That uh, well that um, I, I I get so conflicted with uh, with Stone Cold's heel turn. That it was like the match. I love The Rock versus Stone Cold match and like the shock of like oh my god. Stone Cold uh, allied himself with with Vince. Yeah, like, like 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 it's unbelievable. Yeah, you know? but then we realize the biggest baby face that ever, arguably the biggest baby face in the history of wrestling is now a heel. That took that took adjusting. Yeah, that 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 uh, and of course. Face, uh, baby face don't cold is so much better than heels don't cold. Mm -hmm. That after a month or so, I was over it. I'm like, Yeah, I was like, turn baby face again. This is a mistake. So,
0: even with like the alliance with like Triple H,
1: oh, yeah, it was a mistake.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you think about it within the context of the story, not long before Austin turned and joined up with Mr. McMahon. him and Triple H were in a heated rivalry because Triple H was the one that orchestrated Rikishi running over Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin at the Survivor Series. That's a good point. And then him and Triple H are going to be best buds under under the, the the tutelage of Mr. McMahon. Like I was kind of confused with that. I thought if anything, they were going to turn Triple H a babyface against Steve Austin. Now that Steve Austin was a heel, so I was I, I wasn't impressed with. The shock of it was great. But like you said, a month after, I was kind of over it. They tried numerous times to get people to hate him. He beat up Jim Ross in his hometown. JR was like his best friend. He fucking beat up Lita. He beat up a woman. Like Hardy Boys and Lita were very popular back then. Um, And then he had a series of matches against Jericho and Benoit. One of the matches with Chris Benoit... Outstanding from a, a SmackDown in Edmonton, Benoit's hometown. Um, what? So after the month or so, you were kind of over it. Was there any kind of inkling, any kind of hope during the series of matches with Benoit and Jericho where you thought that Austin's run as a heel was had potential? Or were you just like, you were done with it?
1: I was done with that. it. I really yeah. was. And then, uh, it, like... Stone Cold, when you get Stone Cold like 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 in a pay per view main event, right? You know it was gonna be awesome, but like those promos to like 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 like, like, bef- like, like, like to like you know promote <laughs> the the, the pay per view matches and whatever, they were just so bad, and the things leading up to it, and that uh, but 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 like you said, you have you have Chris Benoit and like you know and like da da da. da. And, and you get Kurt Angle and like these great matches, but like everything in between was just so bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, there, there were times where they were grasping at straws. What did you think of the, the the like we saw in the video package? Austin had that weird relationship with Vince with the whole hugging thing, and I remember reading in I think it was Austin's book where he tried to incorporate that into his heel persona to get the people to hate him, and he did so he did so well. In that weird kind of persona of Stone Cold... That they were entertained by it. Um, now... As luck would have it... You know... A they, they, few months prior to this match... As we're watching it... They began that invasion storyline... And we saw... Booker T... Interfere in Steve Austin's match at King of the Ring... Slamming him through the table... Breaking his wrist... Kurt Angle that same night had that classic, which ultra-violent match with Shane McMahon where he threw him through yeah. the glass, okay? And both guys were injured. You had your two top guys that were out in the in the midst of a big storyline they, they, that they were gearing up for with this invasion. Um, what was your take on the Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, on-screen alliance and that whole they were like two little kids trying to get Vince's attention? It was
1: funny at times, but most of the time I came off. Of, it was I was pretty annoyed with it. Mm-hmm. That uh, that you know you got Olympic gold medal, you got Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know like you know, uh, you, you know this badass motherfucker, right? And you kind of turn them to pussies, like. Yeah. yeah, I was kind of annoyed with that. Yeah.
0: Okay, um, so the like for instance, some of the the more famous skits that these two had were when Austin delivered Vince um, this custom-made cowboy hat, and then yeah. he got Kurt Angle like the little kid cowboy hat yep. with, like, the badges. Um, and then when they were playing, when Austin was playing the guitar and Kurt Angle was singing Jimmy Crack Corn, like, what, what was your take on some of those? What did you think of those skits?
1: I guess it, I... Uh, I might have, I might have laughed or whatever, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's like
0: It's not the Stone Cold and the Kurt Angle no, you're used to.
1: No. Okay or or what I want, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um now the 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 pairing between them that led to them eventually you know, teaming up against the alliance at the at that invasion pay per view, um, they had turned Stone Cold back into a babyface for a brief moment. Um, do you recall uh, any of that? And what are your thoughts on the brief Stone Cold babyface return at that time?
1: I don't remember that. That that. Uh it, it, like within this, he was like a, I don't I don't remember. So they had the
0: match in Invasion, right? Yeah. So it was like Shane McMahon had assembled like it was Booker T, Rhino, DDP, and the Dudley Boys. It was that WCW ECW Invasion, and they wrestled yeah. the team of Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, Undertaker, and Kane. And there was question and doubt going into the match whether Steve Austin. Had kind of lost it, like he wasn't the old Stone Cold, and that was he capable of leading the WWF against their this this juggernaut that was the Alliance. That's what they tried to make it out to be. Yeah, and there was. I remember they had um, filmed a skit where Steve Austin was sitting in a bar, and Vince came into the bar and was trying to get him to come back because he had left because he he. Vince said something to him about, like, I want the old Stone Cold back. You're not. This is not the Stone Cold that, you know, brought this company to Great Heights and X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And so Austin kind of felt, like, dejected that, like, Vince had kind of not turned his back on him, but, like, he was disappointed in him in a way. And so Steve Austin left, and there was question whether he was going to be a part of the match. And then they do this big angle at the end of the show where, like, the entire—both rosters— the Alliance and the WWF are brawling in the ring. And then all of a sudden, the glass breaks. He shows up. He beats everybody up. He stuns everybody. He's drinking beers with everybody. And he's the old Stone Cold. Um, and then at the at the pay-per-view, he goes back and turns, um, turns heel uh, to join the Alliance and continue the rivalry with Kurt Angle. Um, so I'm surprised you didn't remember that. That's like one of the more... Memorable remember. moments of two thousand. Oh wow, early on for a stunner. Yeah. Wow, that was pretty quick. I mean, the match isn't over, but um, kick out by Angle. What do you? What do you think could have saved the Steve Austin heel turn? What do you think could have? How, how do you think it could have been improved? Um, don't have the line
1: for <laughs> we we knew how bad the life was gonna be at the WrestleMania like when they when they were like uh, when, when they had that moment where
0: it's like hey look hey got the, the oh WCW. in the, in the skybox yeah. it's like Hugh Morris and Mark Jindrak and and Johnny Ace oh I know it was, it was chamo it was like a poor representation of the WCW guys and oh yeah
1: I, it was awful obviously they wanted to do like the reverse NWO where it's like you know, like uh, you know, Hall and Nash invaded WCW, yeah, yeah. so now they wanted. Oh no, WCW. they were trying
0: to, yeah, they were trying to catch lightning in a bottle with, yeah. the, with that invasion type of thing. So getting rid of the alliance, um, that's one. Do, do you think there, during this time period, there was a babyface that could have really helped make Austin a better heel?
1: Yeah, The Rock. The I Rock? It, okay.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Right. So, yeah. So see, my, my impression going into this pay-per-view, because this show will be... This is the co-main event. The main event is The Rock and Booker T for the WCW title. I was of the impression when Rock was coming back that he was going to face Steve Austin. Because the last time we saw Rock on TV, Steve Austin destroyed him and joined yeah, up with Mr. McMahon. So... Right there I was disappointed that that wasn't the match we were getting you know I was very disappointed that we weren't getting that even so much so that I knew that the angle was the shits when they brought the they they brought the rock back and they tried to do this like bidding war of like is he going to stay with the WWF or is he going to join the alliance and the alliance was 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 Led by Steve Austin, the guy that fucking took his title from him at WrestleMania, so I I, I wasn't impressed with um, with that itself. Um, but yeah, The Rock is probably a safe bet as the one guy that could have really helped enhance Austin as a babyface. Um, this was also the early parts of the What Chance, if you recall. Um, what do you remember? No pun intended, of the what chance um, back then. And I mean, how well, it's. You know
1: I me, mean? I've always about with getting the crowd involved. And like. Yeah. And then uh, it was. It. Would it, 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 it. I don't know. I, it, it's funny at first, but then when a crowd chants does it for five straight minutes, it gets redundant.
0: Every guy who comes out to talk, yeah. if you pause, they chant, what? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they still do it, even even to this day. Yep. And it's and at, at times, not all the time, but it, yeah, it can it can be annoying. I used to find it funny, but like you, Dennis, like that joke got out pretty quickly. Um, but if you think about it, that what chant is the the tool that helped bring Stone Cold Steve Austin back into the role of a babyface. Yeah, that's true. You know, if if you really think about it, because. He was so annoying at it that he became entertaining, and then it became entertaining. Then he get getting babyface reactions, and then when it got baby face reactions, they were like, "Well, why don't we just turn him back into a baby
1: face?" Yeah. So um, even like uh, Kurt Angle, the, the "You Suck," oh, well, like, like, uh, was the, the the song, that he, yeah. He, it, it, that 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 because, because of that they could turn him a baby
0: face too. That uh, yeah, he, that's right, because he, he embraced the "You Suck" chance when yeah. he would come out for his music. Yeah, which. I think like that's a good point. You know, it's kind of playing off of the the, the what chance with uh, with Steve Austin, um, because he embraced it. The people found it entertaining, and that's why they turned him bad. Angle a bloody mess here. Yeah, he really is. Um, which isn't very common for him at the time. Um, now, we talked about it earlier. Underrated. Tell me why this match is underrated in SummerSlam history. Give me your reasons.
1: That's the thing I don't get. Like, 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 you don't talk about Kurt Angle, Stone Cold, like, at all. Especially mm-hmm. this match. And that, uh, that, uh, I don't get it. I don't get why this this match got lost in time. I, I think it's a terrific match. I, that, that, uh, maybe, like, like we said, though, like, of course, obvious, like, like, Stone Cold heel run just fell so flat that 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 like even like the matches kind of get lost you know like like in your opinion what's the most memorable like uh stone cold heel like title match
0: the memorable or, or one that i enjoyed memorable memorable yeah I mean, you can make the argument the match with the Rock because he turned heel on that uh, in that match.
1: Well, I mean, see, uh, other than but that, fo- yeah, following that, that, yeah,
0: after that, it was probably this match, or or the or the Benoit. I mean, or the Benoit match in Edmonton. It was on TV. They gave him like 28 minutes on TV, which was unheard of back then, and and Benoit gave him like like 36 German suplexes or something. Um, those are probably the those are the Probably the two that during this run that come to mind. Um and he had some other good mat like the quality of Austin's in ring work wasn't diminished. Oh yeah, impeccable. I think it was just the fact that um he um that he didn't fit the role as as the as the bad guy. That it just wasn't working.
1: Yeah, we just didn't want to boo him,
0: you know. Yeah.
1: It's like uh, Legion of Doom, like like when Legion of Doom tried to be a heel,
0: it just never worked because they always wanted to cheer for him. With, you know? with, with Dusty. So, yeah. All right, so so let's let's talk a little bit. I'm glad you brought that up. That's interesting because you're right. It, it reminds me a lot of, like, the Legion of Doom when they gave Dusty the spike and, and, and Dusty was bleeding. Can you name me some other heel turns that just didn't work out very well because the baby face, the guy that they turned heel was a stronger baby oh, face?
1: that's an interesting question. Um... Let me see, uh, um, baby faces. I can tell you one where, we're, where, where, where Zach Opson, where I thought I was gonna, I was like, what the fuck are you? Are you stupid? But, like, that turned out to be, oh, okay, I get it. was Shawn Michaels with the Rockers. Okay. Uh, I still, to this day, I think the Rockers, man, do they still have a lot of meat to that bone. They were never one of the champions officially. Yep. Then, 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 yeah. that, uh, then, then, uh that, that, uh, I was disappointed
0: too when they broke up. I'm not going to lie. I, I was. was like,
1: but now now, now you're looking back you're like it makes perfect sense. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh,
1: but uh, that's such a tough question. I'm trying to think. i got to think of a baby face that... That um, they turned heel and it just didn't heel, work out. Like they, And the chest didn't work out. Like, um, I can't... I, I don't know. I just can't... I'm dropping the ball here. I can't really... Uh, I mean, aside from Austin. Yeah. Oh, I got one. Give it to me.
0: Sting. They tried turning Sting heel a couple of times in WCW and in TNA. Okay. And I think it was a combination of two things. I think, one, the audience didn't accept it because they had always known Sting as to being the hero. Yeah. And two, I don't think Sting could have, I don't think Sting accepted it.
1: When was Sting a heel? I I can't think think of when he was a heel. Okay,
0: so you might not remember this because this wasn't the most memorable time, but this is the, the, the diehard junkie wrestling fan that I am. That remembers this. Um, Sting was scheduled to challenge Hulk Hogan for the WCW world title in the fall of 1999. Okay. And the the, 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 the storyline going into the match was, can Sting trust Hogan? Nice moonsault by you Kurt Angle. On, yeah. Um, can Sting trust Hogan going into the match? And Lex Luger was the one that was kind of stirring things up. Telling Sting that you can't really trust Hogan. Um, based on Hogan being, you know, formerly Hollywood Hogan and his history with Sting when he was the leader of the NWO, etc., etc. And so the match came at the pay-per-view and Luger helped Sting defeat Hogan with the baseball bat and it turned out it was Sting that you couldn't trust because Sting used the help of Luger to get the title off of Hogan and Hogan was really essentially the good guy all along but that angle lasted maybe that heel run maybe lasted a month or two yeah. at best and then they paired and then Bischoff was 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 sent home as the as the executive producer they brought russo in russo was booking and he he turned sting back into a baby face so there was that instance and then there was the instance when they put Sting in the main event Mafia in TNA. Oh yeah, you remember that? And I he was actually, a and he was a bad guy then.
1: I actually overall liked the main uh,
0: the main event. Mafia. I did too. I didn't. I didn't dislike it. Yeah, but, but then yeah, little too many cooks. That definitely yeah. On the main, but anyway, yeah. Ooh, the Bret Hart spot here. Kick out by Austin with that using the million dollar dream. That was another thing too. Yeah, like here here's what I here here's what I. Th- other things that I feel that was wrong with Steve Austin's run as a heel, okay? Number one, the music. The glass breaking and him coming down to the ring. People associate. People loved that when he was a babyface. When yeah. you heard the glass break, you knew, holy shit. Some get beat someone's up. getting fucked up, yeah. right? He still came out to that same music. They modified it a little bit, but the glass still broke. People popped big for that. The stunner. The stunner was a move that... Everybody loved. it. It's arguably, in my opinion, the greatest finishing move in wrestling history because you can do it to anybody. Yeah, good point. Okay? You can do it to anybody no matter how big or small they are. And Steve Austin was still using the stunner. Now, instances like this where as we're watching here, he's got Kurt Angle, a bloody Kurt Angle in the Million Dollar Dream. He's going back to the the move he used to use when he was the ringmaster, when he was managed by Ted DiBiase. Um, I I think Austin was kind of recognizing a little bit here that I can't do the same things I was doing as Stone Cold anymore because I'm they're supposed to hate me. You know yes. what I mean? Um. So I think those are a couple of things that just didn't work with Steve Austin's run as a as a heel, was because he was do he was. If you're gonna, in my opinion as a fan, if you're gonna change a guy's character, I think you need to. If you're going to go a complete 180 from, from baby face to heel, then I think you need to do a complete overhaul on a lot of different things. Like the way you work in the ring, even some even some of your presentation, you know, and how you look. Oh, absolutely.
1: Um, like if you're a high flyer, you're doing like all this flippy stuff and you turn heel, you ain't doing flippy stuff anymore.
0: Oh, well, Yeah. I mean that's what, and, and that's what bothers me too about a lot of these guys if they if if they they change their characters they still do a lot of the same stuff like I remember a couple of years back when they turned the USOs into 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 bad guys and they had them ditch the face paint they wore like street clothes with like you know Nike sneakers and kind of you know they, they 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 freshened up their look and. They didn't do as many high flying stuff early on. Then they went back to the well and they abused the super kick like the like like yeah. the young bucks do, and like even the young bucks. Like when you watch the young bucks, it doesn't matter whether they're heels or baby faces, yeah. they work the same.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: They do the eight hundred moon salts and the forty five thousand super kicks and you know all the other fucking four fifties and everything else that they do. And it, and. People still react the same to those. What are you going to do? You're going to boo a guy that jumps off the top rope and does a fucking moonsault? Are you going to boo that? No. No, it's it's a babyface spot. So, getting back to my point here, Austin, I think. <laughs> he, right? just, he just hauled off and nailed the ref. That was a
1: great ref bump. <laughs> that was a great ref bump.
0: I have to show you a, a funny ref bump later. You're going to die laughing. I'll show it to you later. Um, Oh, Angle with a DDT there on Austin. But yeah, Austin nailing the referee. I think we're getting to the tail end of this match here. Um, Another referee is set to make his way into the ring for the count, too. And a kick out by Steve Austin. Um, Where is this rank in terms of championship matches in SummerSlam history? Because there's been a lot of great championship matches.
1: Yeah, dude. That's such another great question. Um, Oh, low uh, blow. The shot. And where's the bell? You gonna ring the bell? No, no, that's, that's what Awesome wants him to do. So he didn't do it. Okay. I hate that too. Where it's like the referee's a baby face, and uh, and the um, and of course the, and the uh, heel does a heel thing. And it's like no, I'm not gonna call it because that's what you want. It's like no, you're impartial. You're supposed to call the bell. Yeah. You know what I mean, that I hate that too. Where it's like. Like, the refs are bending the rules.
0: Yeah, they, they kind of let some things fly because yep. they want the match to continue. Another referee here this is the third one. I love Tim White. I love Tim Many White. May he rest in peace. Glad he went into the Hall of Fame. Me too. Bump like that certainly will put him in the Hall of Fame. On top of having to be Andre the Giant's caretaker. Angle slammed by Kurt Angle. Um, But, yeah, any, any matches that come to mind that stand the test of time in SummerSlam? Title matches, Obviously, I would say. Obviously,
1: uh, um. Brett, uh, Brett, Undertaker, like you mentioned, uh huh. That um, I
0: get. I, I'll go. I'll, oh, now he calls for it, Nick uh, Patrick. Oh, uh, now, yeah, it, now it's a disqualification because Austin nailed three referees. <laughs> That's such a heel dick move right there. Oh man, this matches. This match is over. This watch along is coming to an end shortly, but um. I, I want to get your thoughts on a couple of things as we close this out. Um, so yeah, share with me some of your thoughts on where this match stand. Where is this match stand in SummerSlam history? Like where do you where do you put it?
1: I put it in my top ten for sure. Yep. That that uh, that uh, I, I I forgot about the ending. That, that, uh, but anyway, that I love Patrick. That, yeah. Um, but I I do. I love this match. That that I put it I put it like in the probably top 10 and top 5 for like championship
0: matches. Okay. What are the match? What the championship matches come to mind that you, that you put up there with with this match? Obviously like I said, you I said think Brett Undertaker. I think Brett's
1: number 1 and I think everything else is, it could, 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 could whatever. Um, I like uh, again Brett Owen in the cage that that um
0: um, you mentioned Brett Undertaker with yep. Shawn Michaels as the referee.
1: Yep, but uh, Danny Boy Bert, Bert, uh that uh Brian uh, and Cena. Yeah, I love that That's match. That's a great match, yeah. Love that match. Um
0: from twenty thirteen SummerSlam, yeah. I know I'm
1: missing I know I'm missing one. Uh that uh um was uh that um was was, was Taker Versus uh, Brock was that for the title? But anyway, uh,
0: no, no, there was no title on the line.
1: And who did, who did Brock face? Um, I'm trying to think. That, uh, but um, I know I'm missing missing a Brock match, which is driving me nuts. That, then who did Brock Brock face? In the Rock, right when, he, when was, he first, yeah, he
0: first won the title. Yeah, that was SummerSlam. That was a great match. Yeah, yeah. that was the following year, 2002. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great match. Is this you see JR and Paul Heyman here. Kurt Angle getting his his revenge, uh, JR losing his mind. Um, as this watch along here comes to a close, I wanted to get your thoughts on the at the time of this recording, it appears that we're going to see a match that I think you've been wanting to see at this upcoming Summer Slam. Mm-hmm. Uso Roman Reigns for the Undisputed WWE uh, Universal Championship. Whatever you want to fucking call it. A lot of people have said... The big debate has been... Jay's got to be the one to end the title reign. Okay? Are you in that same camp? No. No?
1: I wanted him... That... Uh, that... Uh, you know it's going to be Cody. Uh, that, that, uh, so you're, you're of the belief it's Cody. It is going to be Cody. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm there, I'm there with be, you too. That... Uh, that... Um, if Jimmy would, you mean would, Jay? No, no, no. I mean Jimmy. Okay. If Jimmy would have pinned uh, Roman at at the uh, last pay per view of the tag match, I would have said Jay is winning the title. Uh, th- 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 then Wait Jay- a minute. So Jay- if
0: Jimmy pinned Roman, you think Jay? Yeah,
1: Jay, Jay just pinned Roman. He's not doing it twice. Uh, th- 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 he's not. That that he's, he's not in the. All right. So team. help me understand this
0: logic. Yep. So if so. You're saying if Jimmy was the one to pin Roman, you think Jay would have Jay would beat Roman for the title, but where does that leave Jimmy?
1: But it, let's just say the current challenger is 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 Jay Uso, right? I understand that. I but know. But I'm gonna say though, you would have more of a chance of beating Roman at at SummerSlam if if they would have won, if Jay would have let's say Jimmy pinned Pin, so, so, uh, I know, I know what you're saying, but I'm, saying, I'm asking. We're not gonna you. See it twice. I mean, just, uh, like, no, 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 twice. I don't
0: think. No, I don't. I don't think we'll Let's see it twice. I think Roman's. Go, I think That's Romans, my point. Roman's going. But I, but I, I understand that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is try to understand the logic here. Jimmy pins Roman.
1: Yeah.
0: How, why does Jay get the title shot?
1: He wouldn't. But uh, oh, okay. But, 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 All uh, right. It's a, a catch twenty-two.
0: Okay. All and, right. That, that, uh, okay.
1: But 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 like that, like Jay Uso. It's
0: not going to pin. Uh, Roman again. Roman again. Okay. You think... I mean... Now, where does this... Where does this put... J- so, let's just say Roman beats Jay at SummerSlam. A lot yeah. of people are expecting that. Yeah. And where does the... How do you move on? How How do you move forward? I'm, I, I would imagine that Roman's probably going to take a little bit of time off. He's not going to be at every show because he's the... You know, he, he's the champ. Yeah. So... He's kind of got the Brock Lesnar schedule. So, I ask you, how do you... Because this bloodline thing has been red hot for a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, Roman has taken this thing and he has elevated everybody around him. Which is, in some ways, in today's modern era, unheard of. You know? Um where where how do you move forward with 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 Jay and Jimmy? That's an interesting question. Yeah. But, uh, do you have any ideas? Any thoughts to how, how you move forward? Like let's say Roman wins. How how, how do you move forward with him and J- with, with with Jay well, and Jimmy?
1: Next match, uh, the next match. Uh, well, I would think that that, uh, that they're he, built he, towards, even if they're not even not even even still in the bloodline per se. It would be Jimmy versus Jay. That that's the next.
0: Jimmy versus the, Jay?
1: The, 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 I, I what
0: about the, Solo? I
1: look I don't know. That that, that uh, I don't know what you're Solo. It appears yeah.
0: they've been they've been teasing that he might be interested in being Not the next Mania. tribal chief.
1: Nanatomania.
0: So what, that's, you think they build solo to one of the Usos or maybe even a triple threat with all the brothers at WrestleMania next year? Yeah, maybe. Yeah? Okay.
1: That, that uh I know. I think Cody you guys got to take the, the title first. Was okay. Cody Cody, Cody. Cody finally finishes the story, but then like the next, maybe the next like pay per view or, or whatever, like the the final, like the final like nail in the coffin for for the Bloodline storyline would be Solo beating. So you Rolling. think
0: they drag out Jimmy and Jay and their involvement with the Bloodline till next WrestleMania, like they don't move on from it? They don't go in to do something else. Maybe... Maybe Jay gets a singles run against, like... You know, for the US title or Jimmy. I think that could possibly
1: happen. I just think... I, you, think you still like, think they're going to be connected? I think Jay's going to fuck over... I don't even think it's going to be on purpose. I just think it's going to be one of those things where it's like... solo, Solo's out. It's now Jay... Where it's now officially Jay versus uh, the Roman. Uh, Roman, that's the last robot. Come on, Jay, you can do it, right? Yeah. But Jimmy's still out there, you know. But like, but maybe like Paul tosses, to- tosses uh, like you know, uh, like Roman and brass knuckles or something, right? And Jay trying to wrestle it away or whatever. Or, I mean, Jimmy trying to wrestle it away or something. Somehow Roman bumps in. Uh, 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 You
0: get the chance. He inadvertently cost his brother the match. And then you kind of start to tease the two of them, maybe. Okay. Interesting. I can can picture something like that. I can picture a... I mean, they just recently were interviewed... uh, Both Jimmy and Jay were interviewed with BT Sports, Ariel Haywani. And their dream is to wrestle each other at WrestleMania. So maybe we'll see a singles match with Jimmy and Jay next year at WrestleMania. I don't know. But uh, I'm glad that uh, we were able to... uh, to, to, to get this wild card in, SummerSlam, Kurt Angle, Steve Austin. Um, very underrated match. I'm happy we got to watch it. Um, not the best version of Steve Austin, but he was still churning out yeah. some pretty good matches, even though his character wasn't really clicking with the audience. So uh, glad we were able to do that. Thank you once again, Dennis. And... Uh, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Press and play, like and subscribe, and hit the download button and join us for this special watch along, this, this wild card SummerSlam watch along of Kurt Angle and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hope everybody enjoys SummerSlam, and we will put this one down for the three count officially and see you all next time.